The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jim Clark. What's going on, everybody? Jim Clark coming out of the shadows and out of the woods. You survived. Yeah, man. Like I was saying, it's been uh, it's been rough trying to get back into the swing of things, having, yeah. having two back-to-back trips like that. But you were out in the so, woods, dude. You were you were doing the camping yeah. thing. Anything creepy happen? You find uh, any any ritual sites? Creepy happened. No, we really didn't do any hiking because it was the, uh, just other reasons we just weren't able to. Gotcha. Um, but we went out and did some fishing and some kayaking. And mom lost her glasses in the in the lake. Oh well, that's not good. Um, yeah, well, we all laughed at her. It was her own <laughs> fault. So, and she's got backup glasses. All right, so. all right, all right. But but nice. yeah, dude, it was good. It was a lot of fun. It was nice and relaxing, and, and it was nice to. I slept in a tent, so that was sweet, fun. sweet, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, dude. So you're back, back to civilization, back to the grind, man, back yeah. to the grind. Uh, and we jump back into the movies, back into 1981. Yeah. Um, in fashion, in fashion, we jump back into a movie that, uh, you know, we discussed this genre before and you've said it, it's not your favorite. So I'll yeah. be interested to hear what you think of this. Uh, we are going to be talking about 1981's John Landis. Uh, John Landis, John Landis's horror comedy, An American Werewolf in London. Did you hear that? I heard that. What was it? Could be a lot of things. Yeah. The coyote. There aren't any coyotes in England. I'm sorry I'm upsetting you, David, but you don't understand what's going on. I understand, all right. You're one of the undead, and I'm a werewolf. Yes, that's right. David, stop! I'm going to the police. Jack was right. Jack is dead! Yeah, Jack is dead, and six people are dead. There's going to be a full moon tonight. I'm going to the cops. Oh, be serious, would you? You can't let them go. Should the world know our business? It's murder, then. Then murder it is. Excuse me. I'm a werewolf. A werewolf? A naked American man stole my balloons. What? Let me 
seen this only once. I've never, well, yeah, I've never seen it before this, and I watched it once for the show. I normally try to watch the movie twice, but. And you're not a fan of werewolf films. We know this now. No, yes. And we said that. I've known I was never a fan of werewolf movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, You know, I've seen this before. I remember seeing this when I was younger. I saw it again, maybe in my 20s, um, you know. And I think I talked to you about this before. You know, this movie's famous for me, is always has that tie to Michael Jackson's thriller, you know. Watch this a couple times. One of them, you know, the, the I just most recently watched it right before we recorded. Well, a few hours ago, so I know how I feel about it. But because we already know how you feel about werewolf movies, number one, and we said we were going to compare this to The Howling, number two. What did you think, dude? Did you like? For yeah. first of all, did you like this better than The Howling, or did you think The Howling was better than this? Before we even before we even start, I just want to know which one you thought was better. I thought this was better than The Howling. Okay, cool. At least we're on the same page there. Now we can go on and see where we go okay. from here. This one's kind of fitting, right? Two guys backpacking. You just come out from camping. It's like you. It's like it hasn't oh even stopped. Oh my god! And this is something. This is something I I want to do. I want to go and backpack Europe. So this is exactly something I want to do. And and to see these two guys doing it and and seeing the um, the debauchery that happens yeah. from yeah. it, um, kind of interesting, you know. Yeah, they're backpacking. Like, Shit, I hope this doesn't happen to me when I go over there, but I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, they're doing what college kids did back, you know, still do, uh, but this takes place in the 80s. They're backpacking through Europe, and through conversation, you also find out that they're there to go to Italy because the one guy wants to meet a specific girl. He's there to meet somebody that they're supposed to be, supposedly going to be meeting in Italy. It's like the. Uh the precursor to Euro trip. Right. The thing I like about this is that we're already in it, dude. Like, like the movie oh, starts yeah. and you're just in it. Like they get dropped off in the middle of the moors and you're like, Oh, I guess we're here. Like there's no buildup. No, these are the characters, no packing sequences, no, nothing at all. Just boom. We're in it. We're dropped off with these guys. And just immediately through conversation, we realize they're going through Europe and yeah. they're trying to figure out where they're going to be staying for the night. Right. And they're in the middle of the moors and the moors yes. being very, you know, famously, you know, can be dangerous. It's it's one of these places out out in England that if if you kind of get lost out in the moors, you could be lost for a while, or it used to be that way. I don't know if it's still that way. It's like getting lost in the woods, man. A large section of woods, and you don't know which directions which right. and where you are or anything. Yeah, and this one's bizarre Scary. because it's just like because you can see, but it's just barren. Yeah, yeah, fields, huh. dude. Um, so you know they they're out there and they come across a pub, the slaughtered yes. lamb. What a name mm. for a pub, dude! Very, uh, very foreshadowing. Yes, <laughs> not to mention the uh, not to mention uh, uh, the lambs that they just left out of the back of the truck. Yes, the uh, very, very poetic. The wolf, the wolf eating the lamb on the sign itself. The, mm-hmm. You know, the bloody lamb. They walk in. There's a pentagram on the wall or a pentacle yeah. with the with the. Well, it was just a candles. star. I don't think it was a pentagram, but and that's why it was weird. Like they're saying, oh. That star is very – it's a five-pointed star, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. Anytime you draw a star, isn't it five-pointed? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so why guess. is that – I can understand because it's on the wall. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, but it had the. It also had the two candles burning next yes, to it, yeah, and those it were the only creepy, candles, yeah. right? Like that's the only candles in this little establishment that doesn't serve food. We find out they don't serve food. You're only there to drink. And it's yep. one of these small-town pubs where the second you walk in, if you're not from there – you're, you stick out like a sword. Oh, everybody thumb. knows, yeah, that you're not from there. Yeah. On top of it, they're American. Yeah. <laughs> right? 
So, uh, yeah, they, they get here and immediately we start here, you know, when, when the conversation turns towards these, this weird star and then even, you know, do they, I don't think they referenced the werewolves yet, but they, they talk about the star and then they talk about like everybody gets quiet. They're telling them they need to leave. And then there's all of these kinds no, of, I think they do reference the werewolves. Did they? I think he I can't calls remember. back to an old, I, I, it might be, he called yeah, the Wolfman wolf movie. Yes. Yeah, I think that's where he called back to it one of the times. That's right. That's right. So they tell him he's got to leave. They've got to leave. These guys got to leave. And immediately the one lady's just like, you can't just let them go, right? And See, and the minute the minute that lady said that, because they were still there when she said that, I'm not leaving. I don't give a shit. I'm not leaving. Right. Like, are they not listening to this lady? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we Have get you never the- seen a horror movie? Like, <laughs> right. Christ. And then, but here's the other thing. You start getting these warnings. Like, stay oh, on yeah. the road. You know, don't go off the path. Don't go into the moors and beware the full moon. Beware the full moon. These motherfuckers just referenced the fact that they've seen the Wolfman movie. What makes them want to go out into the night now? Aside from not being wanted. wanted I think they just wanted to get out of there because they were already creeped out by the place. Yeah. Because the minute they saw the sign for the pub, they were like, really? What kind of name for a pub is that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, they get out there and it starts to rain and immediately you start hearing like these the wicked howls, dude. And these aren't like typical wolf howls. No. This is different, right? Yeah. Um, It it felt more primal. It was insane sounding. It was like, whoa, like I don't even want to be outside if I heard that. Oh, yeah. When I went and did my ghost hunting thing, at the end of the night, I heard this really weird noise down, like a gurgling growl type thing down a hallway, a dark hallway. Oh, no, dude. I said, nope, I'm done. I'm out of here. So (laughs) if I'm out in the middle of nowhere where I don't know where I'm at, and I hear something out in the distance like that, close enough. And you um, and you I'm seen the Wolfman dumb. movie, right? Yeah. All these people in the pub acted weird, and dude told you to beware of the full moon. What more do Why? you need? Neon signs, literally saying werewolves are here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but but even still, he's like the guy at the pub was stay on the road. Yeah. And they said, and, and then they decided to take a shortcut off the road. I would have never done that. No, just took never off. Never done that. I said this dude just said stay on the road. And then, I'll take an extra two hours to go down the road. So this movie is is written is considered a horror comedy, right? Which is fine because I was cracking up left and right, dude. Right. <laughs> I feel like for me, the very first instance of comedy happens in this moment when they realize yes. they're out there. Because he goes, "Oops," you know, and there's just this <laughs> "oops," and you're just like, "Oops!" You hear that <laughs> thing out there? Just oops, right? But that's just that's the tinge. That's right there. That kind of that little little piece of humor kicks off that kind of okay. This is going to be that kind of movie, right? Um, yeah. And even the way he continued to act later on, this character. But so they're out there, guy. You know, they get attacked by wolves. One friend dies, Jack, because this is Jack yes. and David. Jack shredded, destroyed. Just this thing Ugh. fucking destroys him. Yeah. David gets a, a swipe before or bitten before he's no, he's just like swiped a couple times before he yeah. gets shot down by the, the, the people from the pub. Before the werewolf gets shot down by the people at the pub. Yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the werewolf gets shot down. Before David passes out, he sees this, this werewolf turn into a human and then wakes. Well he doesn't even see him turn into a human. No, he, he just, just sees the human. Looks over and there's a body there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh wakes up three weeks later, he's in a hospital. <laughs> and <laughs> The nurses, dude. <laughs> First of all, the nurses part was funny because you knew. I don't know why, right? Like, it's just it's something that you 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 would always assume, right? They they is that a thing? Do they check in on that? Like, hey, what's this guy look like under those sheets? 
You know what I mean? While the <laughs> you guy's know what? passed it, out. I don't know. I'm not a nurse. I don't really know any nurses. Uh, that might have been a, a thing back then. I don't know about now because of all the patient rights. Or is it just that the way a man writes, right? Like writes a yeah, script. They're like, again, hey. like you said, a man wrote this. Yes. Uh, John Landis wrote this. But again, it's funny too. It's also, it, she's making reference to the fact that she knows that he's circumcised. Uh, <laughs> and they have this which conversation. Is, which is really funny yeah. because they needed to be careful when they were filming all his, his naked scenes Yeah, because he told the director after the fact, because his character is supposed to be Jewish. And he told him, he says, I'm not circumcised. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so dude. they that's had to amazing. be very careful with shooting the nude scenes. <laughs> oh man. That's amazing. Uh, then we get this doctor, dude. Yeah. This doctor is like, He's like a caricature of every doctor you would have seen from the 60s and 70s. <laughs> like he comes in and he's like, nurse, wipe my ass and leave. But before you leave, come back, light a cigarette for me, and I'm going <laughs> to slap your ass on the way. Like the way he, I mean, he didn't say any of this, but that was the. That's just his, his, his aura. Yeah. Right. And that's how he talked to her. Like he looked at her, the one nurse, he's like, I'm sure you have jobs to do here. She's like, yeah. He's like, well, why don't you get to it then? <laughs> you know, like all nasty to her. Uh, and the other one, he's like, yeah, I don't need you here anymore. You can leave. Peace out. Like, dude. <laughs> but he ends up being this kind of character that later on, like he's he's invested. He's invested in what's happening. He's kind of mm-hmm. the one who starts searching out these claims that David's making. David's yeah, making- which was kind of weird to me because it was a weird character that they just kind of like brought in, but then didn't like cement in your mind it was going to be a big character like to the degree that he was and all of a sudden he's like traveling around digging into this and i'm like what personal investment does this motherfucker have right it's not the investigators not the investigators or the cops it's the doctor the doctor who had no ties to anybody had no reason to go out and do this except he wanted to i guess you know that reminds me of is uh halloween three Right, just like in Halloween three, he's he's somebody who True. shouldn't be investigating any of this, and he decides he's just going to start investigating everything on his own. Yeah, sounds very. Uh, there's a lot of people doing that nowadays with all kinds of stuff. Yeah, this doctor decides he's going to investigate this stuff, but you're right. Like, there's no kind of like like where did this come from? Where are the cops during this time? Right, like the cop David's telling the cops it wasn't a madman that did this to us. It was a beast. It was a wolf, and they're like. You're an idiot. Case is closed. Shut the hell up, well, American. The older cop was. The younger cop like actually seemed to have some sort of <laughs> But then he kept getting empathy, slapped like down. interest in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of funny. <laughs> Poor dude. Uh, um but yeah, dude, uh through through this doctor's investigation, you know, we he finds out yes, this werewolf thing is going on and something might be happening with David. So he's like ringing up the nurse like, "Yo." Yeah, because in the meantime, David's staying with the nurse. Which is huge. Uh, Not just staying with no, the nurse, no, but bounce, he's, he's going, wow, shagging wow. up with the nurse, <laughs> dude. And and like it must be one of those things, like the what's the Florence Nightingale syndrome or whatever that thing yeah, is. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, nurses fall in love with their patients because, like, yeah, he's just like, I love you, and she's like, I love you. At the you know what I mean? Like, like oh, okay. I mean, you guys barely know each one, other. Here's my one thing with that: your friend just fucking died. Thank you. You're in another country where you don't know anybody. Thank you. I don't care how hot the nurse is. I'm going home. Yeah. I got to process that. And I'm going to need some time. I'm not thinking about shagging up with the the good looking nurse that just tended to me. But I mean, mean? you know what? The only thing I can say what plays it off is throughout this thing, he just keeps kind of being very, you know, cognizant of the fact that he's probably losing his mind. 
And so he's accepting yeah, it. Yeah. And he's going with it. And he's like, all right, I'm just losing my mind. I'm fucked up. Yeah, but I don't know. How, if you're losing your mind, yeah, you're losing your mind that much. I don't know how you can just be okay with it to the degree that he was. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, look, okay. I don't know. I need some fucking help because I'm seeing dead people. <laughs> what was with- I need some serious help. I, so we find out, yeah, we find out he's shacking up with her. But right before that, while he's still in hospital, he's getting all these crazy dreams. Yes. Of like soldiers that have turned into, are they Nazis? <laughs> the Nazi are they supposed werewolves. to be? Yes, right? Nazis. Yes, dude. I love that. that Where was did so the Nazi fun. piece come in? I don't know, but I feel like there's got to be. <laughs> was there, there there's got to be a cut be. scene somewhere. I think it has to do something that has nothing to do with the movie. I think it has to be a reference to something outside the movie because I've seen this done two other times. Nazi werewolves. Nazi werewolves in the new Creep Show. Okay. Uh, series. They yes. did a, that was one right. of the segments. That's right. And then when they did Grindhouse, uh, the Grindhouse movies, Quentin uh, Quentin Tarantino yeah. and uh, Robert Rodriguez, there was a bunch of trailers in there. Uh, oh, the fake trailers! Movies. Yes, and I think it was Rob Zombie directed one of the sh- short trailers about Nazi werewolves. So I- I'm thinking it has to do it's some sort of reference to something. I don't know. I, I should have looked it up because that that caught me because I've seen those references before. Yeah, but and then unless that's the one that starts it, and that's what everybody else it could is be, and that's what everybody's referencing. Yeah, because. <laughs> It's just out of nowhere. Yeah, it makes me think to to myself, like, what else did John Landis have in mind? Like, was this maybe an idea he had? What? And he's like, you know what? I'm going to throw that in this movie. I wanted to write a movie this way. And the only thing I can think of off the top of my head is just be, knowing how like into the occult the Nazis were. Yeah, is maybe something surrounding that. Yep, some sort of reference, but I don't know. Yeah, I can I see that. I should look it up. Uh, so yeah, we see these crazy dreams. Um, but yeah, there's all of these <laughs> kinds of things that make you. That make you realize like this is supposed to be kind of cheesy at times. Like this is not supposed yes. to be super oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like horrific because it's not to me. There's nothing. I mean, aside, I mean, there's stuff that works in terms of horror, but it's not. I'm I'm watching this the way I'm watching Shaun of the Dead. I'm, I mean, I'm not terrified watching yeah, Shaun yeah, of yeah. the Dead. You know, I'm yeah. having a good time watching this movie. So, yeah, you know, the doctor calls. He's at the house and he's like, you know, you can't let him go out because of the full moon coming. And uh, she's, they're calling the house. He's not there because a few scenes earlier, we see the very first time we see the transformation, right? Oh, my God. There you go. Totally different from the howling. Oh, my God. The howling, the howling showed them how to do it. And this movie said, hold my beer. <laughs> and they fucking blew it out of the water, dude. They, 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 won the, they won the Academy Award for that. Yeah. The first ever Academy Award for um, uh, special effects. Was it special effects? Bladder work. Yeah. It was gorgeous, dude. It looks awesome. And one of the things I read was that initially Landis wasn't going to spend that much time on the transformation on screen. Like it was going to be a, a, just a, a fraction of that and then go on yeah. to you know what was going on. But he just loved it, loved what he was seeing. He became so enraptured with what um, – what's the name of the guy that did the, the special effects on this? I can't remember his name now. Uh, but he, was in, uh, he just loved what this dude did. Baker, right? I think so, right? Rick Baker, yeah. Because uh, yeah, he left he left The Howling. So you said you wanted to compare the two. Ready? Yeah. Let's, let's, right now. So let's do it. I timed it. This transformation scene was about roughly two and a half minutes. Okay. Basically the same length as the one in The Howling. Okay. okay? Knowing that Rick Baker left The Howling and coming here makes sense because he was already – they were already trying to make this movie for years before this, I guess. Um, and Rick Baker got tired of waiting because he wanted to do the shit that he'd been planning to do. 
So we started doing the howling and then he got the call up from Landis that said, I got the money. We're making the movie. And he said, well, fuck. <laughs> he said, I'm already doing this other movie. So I guess Landis chewed him out and he, he quit the howling to come and do this movie. And what a fucking great decision because like I said, these movies have basically the same scene. They're both the exact same length. I didn't like the other one because remember I said it was way too long with I another character standing yeah. there when yes. she should have just ran or attacked him. Right? Yes. Two and a half minutes of just standing there. Okay. Yes. This was fucking great in this movie because it worked because he was alone. Mm-hmm. It was an intimate alone moment where you could do it and have it that long. And it made sense yes. to be able to do it that long. And just the way they did it and the way they played the song in the background was, I think it was Bad Moon in the background. Oh, or man. Blue, Blue Moon. Scene. Blue they Moon. played yes. Blue Moon. Yeah. The, a slow, like kind of creepy version of it. Uh, yeah, dude, you're so you're on the money there. The, the thing that works is that he's alone. So this yes. becomes intimate. It becomes a struggle. We are now in this time of uncomfortableness with him. And for as long as it takes. So yes. not only are we enjoying seeing it because this is what we're watching. We enjoy seeing this kind of thing as 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 viewers. Um, it looks great, right? Already oh, it looks amazing. Man. But your struggle, like you're you're literally going through the pain with him because yes. it's just you and and you're not cutting away to just somebody horrifically like just kind of reacting and then going, why are you still there? You know what I mean? It doesn't break it up. And how it goes into it. I was just sitting there, listening to the music, reading the book, yeah. and all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, just starts screaming about his head. Oh, and, uh, dude! And, and and just just the effects themselves were just so practical, and they looked so good and yeah. real. I don't know, man. This just blew the howling way out of the water. I loved. Uh, I loved the way his reaction was to transforming. Because then it became comical later during his second transformation when he's in a porn theater and there's a porn film happening and there's a dude standing there watching him because he's gyrating and and moaning and groaning and doing all these things and sweating. And he's just like, get away from me. And you're thinking to yourself, well, obviously this other guy just thinks he's jerking off. He wants to watch, right? (laughs) And then it becomes, oh shit, I better not watch because this is a werewolf. So like, that's fucking (laughs) hilarious, dude. That shit is And not to mention also with that scene the the porn film that was playing they made directly for this movie and just the <laughs> shit they were doing in this movie was fucking hilarious dude when a lady answers the phone she's like oh yeah no okay and then hangs up the phone i love when the one dude walks in he's like you promise never to do this again and she's like i don't know who you oh, the guy's like i never promised you that. he's like not you <laughs> her she's like i don't know who you are the guy's like Okay, and he walks out, and you're like, <laughs> he just leaves. What the shit is this? <laughs> I didn't know it was filmed specifically for this. That's yeah, amazing. yeah, and it was, I guess, originally because, like I said, they've been trying, they had been trying to make this movie for a number of years. I guess it was supposed to originally have been a theater that showed cartoon movies. Okay, but between the time they started trying to make it and the time they ended up making it, the cartoon theaters in London ended up in London ended up changing the porn theaters. So he, <laughs> he rewrote it to fit what was what was going on there. Yeah, dude. I think he I saw I read that he wrote this and then it sat on the shelf for like a decade. Yeah, um, that's what I saw. You know, no one was gonna pay for it until he started making a name for himself and you know, people were just like, okay, now now we'll give you money. He's like, sweet, let's make my movie. I've been wanting to and make it. Imagine this. how much different this movie would have been oh. had it been made ten years in 1971 without the just because of society and how london was because that was one of the things i loved about this was when uh david and alex were on the subway uh showing the uh the 80s Mm -hmm. london scene there yeah Uh, that was fucking so cool um 
But yeah, so society would have been completely different. The acting would have been completely different. The makeup would have been completely different. It would have oh, been yeah. a completely different film. Plus, not to mention, like you said, he was getting the experience. He, he would have been very much more green than he ended yeah. up being when they made it. So, you know, and then this all culminates to them finding him in the porn at Piccadilly Circus, and yes. which is this area. It's kind of like a Times Square area. Uh, and he transforms and he but and this is a very famous scene in horror is the scene in Piccadilly Circus where the werewolf just is unleashed and just kind of mm-hmm. goes ape shit in, in a very famous scene where you see the double decker bus kind of losing control and cars just smashing into each other. One dude Yo. gets run over. One dude hits and flies through the windshield like there all was of several this people. Going that o- scene was nuts, dude. I'm yes, like, dude. oh, my God. <laughs> It felt like a Sam Raimi scene. Fucking glass. Yes, it did. Like, it like really he just did. went overboard and then just kept going. Like, oh, okay. Like, is is Sam Raimi at the helm now? Because this is like this is overboard. But it was great, dude. But yeah, it's a very famous scene, and we watch this all culminate where this werewolf goes down the alley, and the nurse runs out. I love you, right? And there's this kind of moment of recognition. He's like, rah, jumps at her anyway, and they yeah. open fire. Um, and that whole buildup to that, like the amount of police response, it was, it was considering the things that happen in society now that are gross and grotesque, uh, yeah. you know, between different types of shootings and yeah. uh, terrorist attacks, it was very real. Yeah. Like within all this chaos, within all these people getting injured in car accidents and the comedy of that, like that part I, I was watching, I was like, God damn, they like really nailed that realism aspect to that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. One, one of the best scenes, if you ask me. But again, this, this is what Michael Jackson saw when he said, you know, when I want, I want to make a werewolf video and mm-hmm. John Landis, you know how to do this. And Rick, uh, what's his name? Rick, Rick Baker. Baker. Well, and they, they brought some of the other people too. the cinematographer, I think went over and there was a couple of two, like two or three other people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, this, uh, so that's all to say I'm with you, right? For me, love this. I, I think this is so much better than Howling, right? For me, it's such a better film. And I feel so bad because I can only sit here and imagine Joe Dante sitting in the theater watching this movie <laughs> as the credits start to roll and say, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I feel <laughs> right? so bad for him. I can only imagine how he felt seeing this movie. Yeah, there's a lot going for this. It's a, it's a cult classic now. It's, oh, it's, been, yeah. it's considered like one of those tier, top-tier movies you have to see. Um, and I, for me, I love it. Absolutely yeah. love this film. Yeah. That doesn't mean it doesn't have faults. This movie yeah. has faults up the wazoo. And for <laughs> me, one of the things is it feels unfinished. It feels like Landis took the script down and then just kind of did a quick revision or two and then just did it. Because if, like, there's a few things in it that were just kind of like you could you could spend a little bit more time here or just add, you know, add another thing here or there to help uh, explain something. Okay. But the thing that made me feel like, and, and I, again, watching it today, I had that same feeling when I watch, since every time I watch it, when it ends, you're just like, "Oh shit, we're just done." Yeah, that kind of that kind of. We're just me done. Okay, yeah. we're just done. It's almost like he was just like, "All right, we're done, guys." And they're like, "Okay, so what's the next? Th- so next, now what?" He's like, "No, that's it." But <laughs> like, you know what? what? That that caught me at the end that it ended so suddenly, mm-hmm. but I liked it. Yeah, it's still, it I works. enjoyed it because it it's work. it's a it's a callback to the beginning when you're just thrown into it. Oh yeah, and then it's it's also like really is the end of the story. We don't really need to know about anybody else because True. we were following these two characters. The one died because they shot him as a werewolf. And now that he's dead, they cut to black to roll the credits, and the other one's gone now too because he was able to move on. So let me ask you something. Are the undead able to pass on now? Because 
the the conversation that David and Jack had when uh, I can't remember how it went, but it, the idea was that for it to actually end, somebody it had to be somebody who loved the werewolf that killed them to end the curse. I think if you go down that road and you ask me that question, I think we're going to get into a, a huge conversation um, <laughs> because it's a three hour episode, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. Because you could say that it was because of her that he died because she didn't get him help. Didn't believe him. True. You know what I mean? You're going to start going into all kinds of different, different avenues with that question. But um, there is, but, but no, that is that is a good based on the actual facts of what we see in the movie. That is yeah. a very good question. I don't know. And then the other thing I had was, how the hell did all of those guys open fire and not once hit her? There was you saw how much space was between them at the end of the alleyway and 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 the the werewolf and and this girl at the on the other end. You know what I mean? Like talk those sharpshooters sharpshooters right i mean again these are all things you write off because it's part of the movie and it's part of fun but uh like i said it's not like this movie comes without faults there's a lot of things you can look at and be like why would they do this or but see now maybe maybe this was the point because because you said okay can those spirits really move on because he was supposed to be killed by someone who loved him uh so maybe that was the intent because maybe they want you to think that right off the bat oh well Okay, well, now they can all move on, but then you think about it, wait a minute. Like mm-hmm. maybe on the second or third viewing and you're like, "Oh, wait. Yeah. Those spirits are never going to be able to move on now." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, interesting, right? Um, how fun was that though? Like for me, I've when we saw those dead the undead at the movie <sighs> theater, at the adult theater, how fun was it the way they interacted with him? Just Jack's makeup throughout the entire movie every time oh. we saw him was just, oh, unbelievable. Yeah. And then, at the like you said, the theater. So this is really interesting. And just follow me here for a second. Yeah. So earlier in the movie, before the movie theater scene, there's uh, a TV. And we're watching an episode of The Muppets, right? Yeah. And then you have Jack's corpse at the theater. And it's a yeah. puppet. Yeah. I don't know where I came up with this or where I pulled this out of, but I said... I wonder if Frank Oz is involved with this movie. I wonder oh, if yeah, he's he the puppeteer. And then I found out after the fact, yes, he he was he was actually in the film. He was an yeah, actor he's in a, the film. Yeah, I think he plays um oh, who is it he plays? One of oh, the guys at the uh, is it the it's not a police officer. Is it one of the police officers? No, somebody was talking to him at the hospital. Okay, okay. Oh, uh, okay, Mr. Collins. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> which explains the uh yeah, which explained the the Muppet reference in the movie but yeah, yeah it was yeah. weird dude i couldn't believe i just pulled it out of nowhere and, and, and it actually made sense it was yeah but how like, about how he looked right in the theater it obviously doesn't look realistic it, it looks like a puppet no but it still looks but it's awesome it great, works dude. i loved it yes right absolutely um i love how they're like they're telling him how to kill himself and the one guy's like guys come on he's a friend of mine i'm you know like take it easy <laughs> and the other guy's like i don't give a shit he killed me man i just want to fucking move on man it's yeah. because of him that i'm dead everybody was pissed except that couple they're just kind of like all cheery and shit talking to him you yeah. know <laughs> they're just like uh, whatever shit happens but dude i love that i love that scene i thought that was just such a fun scene just that kind of interaction between him and the dead so matter yeah. of fact and just kind of like it's happening and in the setting that it was in yeah and there's porn <laughs> going on you know in the background all these sounds of porn in the background man no, yeah. i had to like turn the volume down on my tv because i'm like <laughs> my neighbors are going to hear the movie but then they're going to hear this porn in the background they're going to think i'm <laughs> listening to porn while i'm watching this movie or something that's amazing you know? dude that's amazing 
Um, but yeah, man, this this movie for me, there was so many different things about it that I just I love, and this is something that I enjoy watching. Like I have such yeah. a fun time watching it. I know it's coming, you know, watching it. Mm -hmm. So just watching the characters at the beginning, listening to their conversation, you know, um, and then just as the the story kind of unfolds, uh, yeah. it's it's so much fun, dude. It really is. And then a lot of the camera work in this movie is great too. Like I love the whole scene in the subway with the one guy as it's starting to chase him, but the, the build up to it, right? Like he's going oh, yeah. and he's, he's getting candy or something from the machine. Right. And you hear stuff and we get a shot of like the rail going down the tunnel, but then the, the empty platform and, and you hear noises, right? You see him. Yeah. And then just the way the tube looks, right? So there's the escalator and the choice to follow him up the escalator, right? He mm -hmm. takes this one, cameraman takes this one, and then they just follow him up the escalator and then take, get off with him again. Like yeah. there's so many things in this movie that I see that in that regard, cinematography. I'm just like, man, I love it. I love the choice of, of angle. I love the choice of, of, you know, the, the, uh, hold this shot or, or, you know, a continuous shot here. Shot. Yeah, yes, yeah. dude. Love it. Love it. I I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Landis's stuff, man. Yeah. So you're ready for my, uh, my decision. What is it? I love this movie, dude. Yeah. I love this movie. And, and I think the reason I like this movie as much as I do is because it's not a typical werewolf movie it's not it's not a movie about the fear of the other it's a fear of myself because i don't know i think this is going to happen but i don't know if it's going to happen mm -hmm. and time's ticking by and it's getting closer what's going to happen what's going to happen because this could be me like i said i want to go and do this in europe that could be me right. i could totally see myself ending up in this position or in <laughs> jack's position you know what i mean <laughs> so it's it's not your typical it's not your typical werewolf movie and i think that's my attraction to it that's what sold you, know? you, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not people fighting off werewolves. It's it's one person fighting off the werewolf within himself. Yeah, you know. So it's it's a different different enough. And it's for me. I keep saying it. It's fun. It's a yes. fun yes, movie. It's dude. a lot. I I didn't know it was going to be that fun going in. Yeah. I thought it was more of a serious film. Um, yeah. Because like I said, I really don't like to look things up before I go in and. And I loved it, dude. I was laughing my ass off, dude. Like my notes here are just, I'm rereading them and it's like, yo, the nurse and the doctor are funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause at one point they, cause, cause they, the doctor was telling her, he's like, yeah. Uh, and mentioned something about him running around on his hands and feet. And I'm like, they really think this dude's going to be running around London on his hands and feet. <laughs> they don't know what the hell is coming. Oh, it's so good, dude. It's fun. Yeah. It really is. But yeah, dude. So definitely, this is something again. I love it. So I'm glad you love it, dude. Yeah, yeah. This when you watch it a second time now, you're gonna love it even more. Trust me, because you know it's coming Good. now. Good. So you're just kind of in for the ride now. You'll be picking up on more stuff, and and I did definitely seeing it again right before we recorded today. Uh, you know, I was picking up on stuff that I hadn't picked up on before. Um, okay. But it was man, it was it's it's a fun film. I I do. Yeah. I love this one. Good. 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 Uh, one last thing I want to throw in here. What's that? Uh, Actually, two things. Number one, they filmed it in sequence. Yeah, um, I knew that. Which I always like when films do that. I I think it's better to film your film like that. Um, See, and that's the thing. I remember when I was a kid, I didn't realize like how it worked with films. I yeah. thought things were filmed in sequence. Like, why would you break it up? It doesn't make any sense, right? And I get why they do. They have yeah. to because of yeah, locations yeah. and scheduling and any of that, right? But if you can do it in sequence, I think it's always best to film in sequence. Yeah, and I think the first time I ever learned of the process of filming was like some movie where 
somebody had, you know, I could tell that their haircut, like they had a different mm. haircut that changed, but yeah, multiple times, right? So I was like, what the shit is happening here? <laughs> it's a little bit and longer then, here and then a little yeah. bit shorter and then longer and shorter again. Yeah, and, and I don't yeah. remember how I found out. Maybe somebody told me or something, but that was when I found out. I was like, ah. Oh. So then, um, but yeah, so uh, being a fan of film, I love things in like that, little pieces of trivia. Yeah. So I did yeah. actually know that about this film. I did know Landis did it Good. in order sequentially, yeah. Okay, so then the second piece. Have you ever watched it all the way through to the end of the credits? I did today, but I wasn't paying attention. Okay, so earlier in the movie, at some point, uh, one of the characters, I think it's David, he uh, calls into question uh, Prince Charles's sexuality. Um, oh, so did at they the put end an of apology, the movie, dude. No, at the end of the movie, kind of, I guess. But at the end of the movie, they put a congratulations note. Uh, to him and Diana because they had just gotten married. Oh. So they put a congratulations in there to them so they could wow. kind of like save their I didn't, ass. Yeah. No, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> but I did, I did, when I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's not, that's not going to be okay nowadays for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's it's time and stuff, but you know what he was trying to do. He was trying yeah. to be derogatory and inflammatory on purpose. Like yeah. his intent in using that word was the, to be derogatory, but there was reasoning for it. So in the movie, yeah. it works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But that, yeah, so there you have it. What do we have coming up next? Oh, you know what? Oh, what do we have coming up next? Uh, so our next one is going to be our last werewolf movie of 20, or not 20, oh, that's said 2020, right. of that's 1981. Right. That's right. Full Moon High. <laughs> this is going to be fun, dude. Good, You've never seen good. this, right? I've never seen this. Thing. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so just get ready for another fun movie. Just that's okay, all. That's cool. all I'm gonna say. Just be ready I, for I, a fun movie. I've seen pieces of it, and I I know I kind of know what I'm getting into with this, what to expect to own in. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm already expecting fun, and, and I have a good awesome. time. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. That's gonna be fun. Um, cool. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, as always, make sure to head over to the website bicvp-radio.com. Check out some of the other content out there as well. Make sure to throw some support their way. Jim, we have a bunch of social media for oh, yeah. Out of the Shadows. Yes, we do. We're on uh, Twitter at OOTS Pod. We're on uh, Instagram. We're on Facebook uh, at Slasher. Shadows yep. and Slasher. Yes. Find us there. Interact with us. Uh, I have been off of the social media because I've been traveling. Um, no worries. So I'm gonna I think I stayed up on stuff, but if not, I can still. I mean, I, I should have just thrown. I think I think I stayed up on the IG and, and the Facebook. Okay. I can't remember. Okay. Um, again. We'll get on it. I know, I know, I know you shadow people are out there listening. Please oh, rate us. Please review us. Yes. We want to know how we can improve. We want to know yes. what we're doing good so we can continue on with that. Yes. Um, and, and please, please drop us a review. We got yes. big, big picture ideas down the road and none of that happens without your love and support and 100%. helping us get the word out there to other people. So please do that. For, for I'll send you sure. I'll send you a little gift in the mail if you email us and let us know. But I'm not giving oh. out the email address. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm not going to do that. Look at that. <laughs> no, but for sure, definitely do that. You know what? Also, I'd love to hear comments in terms of maybe what they'd like us to watch in the in-betweens. Because we have the mm. months where we, we watch stuff in between years. So, I had an idea. I'll talk to you outside the show, but I yeah. have an idea for one. They can start throwing stuff our way as well, and we'll start yes. keeping a list, a compiled list for listeners, right? Or oh, maybe yeah. we'll do special shows where we just do special episodes that we drop yeah. where we watch a movie and discuss it, and it has nothing yeah. to do with our timeline. Yep. Maybe so. if it's just one of us, and we're like, fuck, I just saw this great movie. I want to do, do it. it. Great. I'll do it myself. Fuck. There you go. Do it. There you go. Uh, Shadow People, thanks so much for your support. We appreciate it. 
Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. For Jim Clark, this is Chris Chavez. As always, make sure to keep your eye on the shadows.